Trent Alexander-Arnold When you're 20 years old and playing in your second Champions League semi-final, chances are you've made some good decisions in life. When you then proceed to continue to make good decisions pretty much all night long, then chances are you might be pretty special. Alexander-Arnold was left out of the first leg for fears over his defensive weakness being exploited by Barca. In the second leg 3-0 down, Klopp had no option but to trust his young fullback and just hoped that Barca wouldn't get Adam. Well, they did get Adam a bit in the first half and Klopp may have been feeling nervous, but Coutinho's performance just got worse and Suarez ran out of gas. So in the second half, Arnold found new freedom to attack. And that's when it got real. A great bit of play to skip by Alba and a low cross later, Arnold had created a second goal. Suddenly a comeback seemed actually plausible. Anfield roared to life and when Wijnaldum made it 3-0, a winner seemed inevitable. And of course it was Arnold who provided it. A corner is always a good chance to score a goal, but usually it's because of a physical effort from a player in the middle. This time Arnold saw the Barca player slacking and simply put in another low cross that took everyone but Pique by surprise and allowed Divock Origi to hammer a winner home. Anfield erupted all because of the improvisational genius of the coolest kid on the pitch. Ernesto Valverde Barca entered the second leg with a 3-goal lead and put out an 11 with no pace. This invited their opponents to press relentlessly and as a result they were overwhelmed and capitulated in a ridiculous manner. Now which game does that describe? Roma or Liverpool? It's both. Valverde somehow has made the same mistakes again. The same defensive lineup focusing on playing Liverpool at their game, Vidal is frenetic, rather than Barca playing their own, Arthur is composed. It was absurd to see Sergi Roberto culpable for two of the four goals conceded, start the game at right back ahead of the defensive Nelson Semedo. The same reliance on Suarez to lead a counter-attack when the man clearly doesn't have the energy. The same utter failure to provide Messi with anything in the form of a consistent outball in attack for him to make use of, nor get him the ball in promising positions, forcing him to dribble through four players to get a decent look at goal. The same nonsense bringing on his only fast forward when the opponent has finally taken the lead and thus will no longer play high with space in behind, where pace could have been deadly. The same goddamn things. If Valverde makes it to the end of the season, it will only be because Barca feel he deserves to have the chance to win the Copa del Rey final against Valencia. Because based on his hysterical failure to learn from his lessons and his contributed stifling of Barca, with his cowardly tactics and bottle a three-goal lead in Europe for two years running, he deserves to be sacked. Instantly, if I'm honest. They should have left him in Liverpool. Jorginho Wijnaldum Wijnaldum came off the bench at halftime because of a knock to Robertson and took up a position in central midfield. Unlike the midfielders who started, Wijnaldum is a threat in attack because he has great timing and an athletic ability to leap into the air despite not being the tallest guy. Back when Liverpool came from 3-0 down in the 2005 Champions League final against Milan, the goals all came in a 6-minute spell. 
At Anfield, they were more spread out, but two of the goals, the two which turned to come back from never give up to we can do this, came in a three-minute spell where Wijnaldum showed those killer qualities of his. First, his well-timed run held back long enough that he arrived at the top of the box to meet Arnold's shot with a strike so low and hard that Ter Stegen couldn't keep it out even though he got a hand on it. Then, just two minutes later, Shakiri put a cross into the box and Wijnaldum rose and hit a header into the back of the net. From 1-0 to 3-0 in the blink of an eye. Wijnaldum's three-minute warning turned the tide. Philip Coutinho Coutinho lost his place in the Barcelona team over the winter and looked for all the world like he was incapable of winning it back on his own merit. Whenever he was given the chance to play, he was terrible. Then Ousmane Dembélé, the man who had taken his place, picked up a hamstring injury. This was his chance now. And to be fair to him, he didn't take it. Sure, he kept his place in the team, but that was only because there was no other option. The Liverpool tie offered him a chance for redemption. A chance to play Premier League opposition, the kind he always thrived against. His old club no less. He was bright in spells in the first leg, but faded as his lungs gave out. In the second leg, however, he was absolutely terrible. No passes of substance, no runs, dispossessed easily and one weak shot which didn't trouble Alisson. He was hauled off on the hour for Nelson Semedo, his humiliation complete. It's hard to see any way back for him now. They should just sell him. He's one of the biggest flops of all time. Divock Origi Origi was a joke of a player, an afterthought. Liverpool had signed top-class forwards and he was relegated to the bench. They loaned him out then tried to sell him. No one would pay up so he stayed. A bit of depth. Why not? He'd never play. Except in their greatest moments of desperation, Klopp turned to him and he answered the call. First against Everton, second against Newcastle. Late goals, late winners to keep a league title challenge alive every time it looked like faltering. Third against Barcelona. Salah out, Firmino out. There's no way they can go through. But Origi was on the spot yet again. Stabbed home a rebound to open the scoring and hit home Arnold's cross to end the scoring. He bookended the night with goals that had a touch of destiny about them. And with Alisson being the man in goal for both of Barcelona's Champions League capitulations and Origi constantly showing up at the death, turning the tide of battle Liverpool's way, you'd be a fool to bet against them in Madrid.